Mr. Chandra Mishra is a social entrepreneur. Uh, he is also amongst the very early proponents of citizen journalism in India. And for a very long time, he has been a campaigner of a nationwide movement of employment generation and alternative employment policy. Um, he has been working for decades to create practical and policy-based solutions to generate employment. And one such unique effort of his is Beggars Corporation uh, under the Common Man Trust, which is perhaps the first of its kind social impact startup, which is working towards converting beggars into entrepreneurs. Uh, the social enterprise is aiming to channelize donations into impact investment. In fact, that's the tagline, do not donate, do invest, by training and handholding beggars to become entrepreneurs. He's also the co-founder and CEO of Lucknow, Lucknow Startup School, uh, which is based in Lucknow, which aims to organize the vast unorganized sector of the state through uh, more than 200 startups. And in the past, he has worked at state and national level uh, with multiple state governments as well on employment-related policies and missions. And that is, I think, just a very brief introduction because I think uh, for the amount of work that he's been doing relentlessly for over two, three decades, I think I... I can only summarize uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation to shed more light on uh, this work that you're doing. And maybe the first question that okay. I'll ask you is uh, from your own words, if you can talk about yourself and your journey. First of all, I'm a common man and uh, I take pride in it that I am a common man. But there is one difference. I can tell that here is a common man who speaks. Unlike the common man who was not and is not speaking for decades. So that is the basic difference. I am in short the common man. I was a journalist earlier. So we started this as a common man's newspaper. And the two things we introduced, we empowered every reader of ours with a people's journalist card. We are issuing him, uh, we, issued him, we issued them cards. We gave them four postcards a month and we empowered them to report from their areas. Uh, the uh, idea was that the common man can directly reach the offices where they are getting their works obstructed or neglected. And that worked to some extent. The number two experiment was that instead of imposing our ideas or our views as an editorial on the reader, we were talking to people. We were selecting one issue, public issue, which was the means, suppose something is uh, the uh, main issue of the state or, or of the area. Then on the basis of that issue, we were uh, selecting one person who is uh, impacted by the issue or somehow related to the issue, whether he or she is educated or not, that doesn't matter. Our journalists were talking to them. If they are uneducated, then we are recording the recording our, our conversation and we are reproducing it in the front page as people's editorial. We called it Lok Sampadaki, people's, people's editorial. And we were declaring that person as the people's editor of the day, of the day. Aajka Lok Sampadak. 
so that was that was how i started my journey so uh, i always believe because you were starting dialogue i believe dialogue is democracy i believe voice is development the quality of our voice determines the quality of our development the small towns or the rural areas or the villages they don't get that kind of priority or that kind of importance in our policy making process because our voices are not heard in the corridors of power so the moment we strengthen our voice and make it heard at the proper platform specifically in the corridors of power or corridors of policy making then i believe the real democracy can come the of by for the people if we some uh conscious people not all should raise their voice i know it's impractical but when the conscious voices they come together to create a collective voice and they engage in a healthy dialogue with the stakeholders then only we can initiate the process of democratization Demo democratization of development. We call it democracy. It can really happen only when we raise our voice. Over to you, Tarun. Yes. Now I would uh, invite you to talk about initiative that you have started in uh, Varanasi, and congratulations that it has also been recognized as a social impact industry recently. Uh, so, if you can talk about the the vision. uh the mission the action that is happening uh to make this a reality uh, you know we we have read about it but it will be really great to hear about it from you that what does beggars corporation seek to achieve and how it is doing it uh beggars are the symbols only i can say <laughs> because the uh, when we talk about the bottom of the pyramid in economy we never think of beggars who don't have any means or who don't have a place to stay uh they are not even taken as citizens i believe probably no city ever takes beggars as citizens even and uh, i believe one thing that whatever democratic rights or human rights we may say unless until someone is independent economically he or she can no way be counted in the society as somebody existing with dignity and forget about raising his voice if we don't accept his existence how can we accept his voice so everything starts from that that economic the strengthening their the basic economic rights not the needs i am not talking about the needs the basic rights and economy means market market makes somebody poor or somebody rich till date what we were thinking of ki that if somebody is poor give them something free if somebody is poor give them some subsidy so we were trying to make them beggars since in last 75 years after independence we only made people beggars and created a kind of poverty trap we never consciously tried to make them self sufficient we we talked about livelihood we never talked about creating wealth and becoming owners of the wealth 
So this is for the first time when I came to Baranasi, I uh, and we launched that mission on employment free Varanasi. My mission to come to Varanasi was that to create a model which can pave the way what should be the right employment policy for India. That's why I came there. And we, and we launched Mission Unemployment Free Varanasi in June 2021. Before coming to Varanasi, I had never seen Varanasi. I was not acquainted with, I, I didn't know anybody there. So it was a strange city for me. But I decided the economy of India is Mumbai-centric. Then when I thought of Varanasi, Varanasi was a spiritual city. We all, is a spiritual city. We all know it. And uh, scholars means even from uh, Buddha Dev to Madan Mohan Malavya, they all came to Varanasi. Bechu was started there as the alternate education system during uh, British rule. Buddha Dev also came there, and I. Uh, accept Buddhism as an economic policy or an economic theory. Because Buddha says how to control our greed, concentrate on our need to be happy. In order, in order to be happy, we need to control our greed. If Mumbai represents greed, then Varanasi represents paying back to the society. That's why I decided to come, come here. And the second point was that Varanasi has no major industry. It's in Purbanchal of Uttar Pradesh, and Purbanchal of Uttar Pradesh is specifically based on agriculture. They are based on agriculture, they are based on forest, uh, that, um, or uh, say spiritualism, so these kind of things. So it's not mainstay of economy. It's not mainstay of economy. So I came there. And when we and our entire focus is the unorganized sector. The unorganized sector which employs 83% of our manpower. That is our focus, because if they get sustainable and sufficient earning, then automatically the income gap will be reduced and economy can be equitable. And coming there, we started, uh, we, we started working with the street food vendors. We worked with the uh, uh, waivers, specifically the handloom waivers, not the powerloom waivers the handloom waivers, the artisans. We worked with uh, farmers in a village. And then it was not our conscious effort, but somehow or other it developed that we became a shape. Uh, we started working with the beggars because coming to Baranasi, I was staying near the ghat. And on the very day, the first day, when I wanted to go to Kasi Vishwana temple for Darshan of Baba, before I reach uh, means uh, the before I before I reach Kasi Vishwanath Temple, I could I could have darshan of hundreds of beggars before having darshan of the God. I could have dar darshan of hundreds of beggars, and that didn't move me. What moved me that among the beggars there were hundreds of children, those who were begging. Some in the Sankar avatar, some in Ganga avatar, they are dressed and with the, uh, they are dressed like uh, Bhavansi, somebody is dressed like uh, Ma Ganga, and they were begging. 
and I saw the tourists coming from the foreign foreign lands. They were taking selfies with them. Recently, even the German ambassador took selfie with one such one such boy, and he tweeted it. It was news everywhere. So we thought, if beggars can be entrepreneurs, if beggars can work, become self-sufficient, owner, creator, and owner of wealth, then obviously no government can ever say that uh, it's impossible to give jobs to everybody. That means government, government cannot give jobs to everybody, we know it, but government can facilitate it. Government is the facilitator. So we wanted to show where lies the difference. And we worked with the beggars. And for your information, though initially at the experimental stage, we started it under common man trust, Beggars Corporation is now registered as a for-profit company on 12th August 2022. This year, on 12th August, it is registered as a for-profit company and on 26th of October, it got recognition from DPIIT of the central government as a social impact industry. So the beggars there, at this moment, 12 beggar families are working with us and for your information, before we, before we registered Beggars Corporation, from starting from October 2021 till June end of, uh, sorry, July end of 2022, they did a business of more than 27 lakhs. And for your information, the ruling party BJP, for its national executive meeting in Delhi, they also procured conference uh, laptop bags from us. That was the motto, the tagline, as you said, that don't donate, invest, that is the way. And we are turning donations into investments. Uh, here, uh, I will, I will uh, uh, bet to you, I say, because as far as the data of Bill Gates, Melinda Gates Foundation, that was the data of 2017. Indians every year, Indians means the ordinary Indians, not the corporate houses, not the governments. They donate on an average 34,000 crore every year. And as far as the government data is concerned, the data tabled in Parliament in 2019 March by the then, Labor, the then Social Justice and Empowerment Minister Thorchand Gehlat, India has 4,13,000 odd beggars. So if we take it as 5, 5 lakh beggars, and as far as our make a beggar self-sufficient once for all, we need maximum 1.5 lakh. That means with 7,500 crore, we can make India begging free once for all. But we Indians, we ordinary Indians, we donate every year 34,000 crore. And still then begging or the number of beggars are growing instead of coming down. So I request everybody, instead of donating fund to, to uh, miss donating uh, money, to the uh, beggars or anybody in need, we must try to make him self-sufficient. So we must invest our money, we must invest our time, and we must invest our social commitment to get the desired result in a permanent nature once for all. It would yeah. be really great if you could maybe 
talk briefly about how it looks like for uh, one of those bigger families that you're working with there are, you you said there are 12 families so yeah. i think just to put it on a human scale uh, for that yeah. so that it can so that our audience can relate to what what you're doing we've i've seen photos and i've read about it maybe you can just very briefly give that how it was before how it was during when your interaction began and how it like how maybe the thinking the uh, the attitude towards life how that you know that if you can if you can see yeah. let me show if you if you can see let me see, let me show you some photographs here see yeah. Yeah. this is uh, this is one lady beggar okay. who is uh, learning uh, that tailoring in our workshop okay and see in our workshop she is she is learning and she was begging see here you can see that she was begging with her with her child with her okay. child and she is the same person who is uh, on the same 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 okay. same same and now and, okay. and i can also this yeah and here also that yeah you can if you can see see that one mm. yeah Be- begging on the street so this is the journey this is the journey yeah so in a way that people who are probably spending hours of their maybe 8 hours or 10 hours or maybe a lot of more hours they were probably uh, sitting while begging those hours have yeah. been transformed into a workshop or into a school and yeah. uh, now they are instead of begging they are learning these skills is is that how like so do you i don't uh, know i don't know what is the what is the minimum salary structure there in uttarakhand i don't know <laughs> but uh, all those all those all those 12 12 lady beggars working in our workshop mm. are getting 10000 per month yes they are getting 10000 per month but i have a target mm. that they should get 15000 per month but i am not at able to meet that target but they are getting 10000 per month okay and delhi delhi we are selling on uh, on an average 1000 to 1200 bags nice. shopping bags okay so every day on an average uh, on an average we are uh, we are selling bags worth 20000 in a small patch okay from dasasamet ghat mm-hmm. to godolia choraha Okay. it's a small patch of 200 meters or 250 meters mm. so the um, shops there specifically we are having a tie up with the business association there mm-hmm. and they are taking the bags the shopping bags okay. and uh, it's a replacement of plastic mm. so that we are also doing the eco friendly work okay. we are also simultaneously doing eco friendly work okay. so uh, means uh, uh, the kind of bags we are creating mm. are serving two two distinct purposes one is begging free city another is plastic free city okay. there are a couple of things that uh, you know as in we've been trying to understand through various conversations from various people who are working in smaller cities and the problems are similar in most of the cities but in some cities there are some solutions that work in some cities some solutions are initiated in others they are not and we are trying to understand that if there are any reasons that the city itself has as yeah. uh, as a place and because of its people that allow those yeah. changes to occur 
don't know whether like if this was something that was to be done in some other city and because you have worked in multiple places and you've been working in this domain about alternate employment policies and thinking of employment um, as a means of you know bringing people out of this uh, poverty trap yeah. uh, what like do you have any observations about varanasi as a city and the people that you have in varanasi uh, who are making this possible uh, the, to realize the vision of bigger corporation like are there any specific factors have... that varanasi as a city Uh, is allowing you to do this. Uh, before coming to Banaras, uh, let me compare the cities, the metros and the smaller cities. I have worked in Delhi. I have worked in Bangalore, and I have uh, uh, I I really came from a village and uh, grew up in a smaller city. I was educated also in the smaller cities, so my study, my uh, growing up. all over in the smaller cities like katak bhuvaneswar and i worked in different smaller cities also like uh, raipur karnal karnal of uh, haryana the constituency of the chief minister i have worked in different smaller cities in karnataka also like mysore like davangere uh, uh, so uh, one thing is very sure that in smaller cities since the city is small people very easily people know about each other whether they have seen you or not that's another part but if you do something good or bad easily the word of mouth spreads very easily so that is that is one thing uh, in the bigger cities like i have come from delhi nobody nobody cares about you whatever you are even if uh, you are a nobel laureate nobody cares about you nobody cares about you the same thing also happens in bangalore nobody cares about you once you venture out and reach mysore reach smaller cities immediately people take note of you people can oppose you people can support you either way and as far as varanasi is concerned varanasi has a complete different characteristic because number one for adjust together the main soul of the city was spirituality so city was well habituated with the people coming from outside uh, sorry to say but there are very less people you will find those who are typically original banaras and they have made any say anything bigger or they there are there are certainly like uh, sarod player that uh, uh, vikas maharaj is there i am i am i am talking about the people who are alive there were also people like premchand there but simultaneously also you got budhadev there you got sankaracharya there even before that you got harishchandra there so uh, you got madan mohan malaviya there to set up bhu and you got the prime minister also from outside 
to come and uh, contest the contest there and win. So it has always accepted people coming from outside. Every year you will find one crore footfall. People coming from outside, one crore tourists coming from outside. And Banaras has three different characteristics. One is Kasi. Kasi is all about spirituality. Another is Banaras. Banaras is all about culture, the gharanas, the culture, BHU, Buddha Dev, all these kind of things. And then comes Baranasi. Baranasi is a completely commercial aspect of this city. So Baranasi means your hotels, your tourists, your market, your Banarasi sari, so all these kind of things. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a unique city where you will find the 3,000 year old spiritualism, 1,000 year old culture and the most modern commercialism. Three things intermingled. And there is another aspect in the Varanasi. People become happy easily. They don't need much money. So that is what Varanasi is. People become happy easily. There is number three. It's both good and bad, you can say. Everybody in Banaras are good. You cannot go and tell somebody something and he will accept it. No. Each and everybody will argue with you. The good thing is that I can say, I don't say that they have ego. I say they have their sense of dignity. Unlike smaller cities, what we do? If somebody has come from a bigger city, then what we do? Somebody has come from Delhi and going to Dehradun or going to Nainital and he is saying that I have come from Delhi, I have come from Mumbai, then we become very conscious. But people of Banaras, they never become conscious. That's a good thing. And we must learn from them. You, yeah. you were referring to, you were also referring to uh, in, in previously about you know that you're working with business business associations and others so maybe yeah. you can can you talk about how the various uh, uh, there are various entities various actors within the yeah. city you know so this is a huge enterprise like even yeah, though yeah. you said that it is right. uh, in, in size that you're working with 12 families but even yeah. for you know making this happen for those 12 families yeah. it requires a huge ecosystem so in a city's context like Banaras, what does this ecosystem look like? Like starting from, uh, you know, like there are some parts that you are doing, then there are market linkages, then there are, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. sure. Like, uh, so how, what are those different actors and what do they look like? Let me, let me explain how much I owe to the city. The, we have a three-student building there. We are working in that building. But we are not giving one rupee rent even there. The entire building is of another NGO, another, another, another NGO owned by a localite, and uh, it's a famous NGO. And they gave us the entire, entire building. Number two, we are having one workshop. There are the cars. I'm not even paying the electricity rent. Forget about uh, rent of the house. I'm not even paying 
one rupee even electricity rent. That was also given by people. There were 10 machines earlier. I have not bought a single machine for my workshop. There are 12 machines. 10 machines were earlier there. It is there. And two machines, two, two interlock machines we need we, we needed because to create the bags, etc. to for, for its quality. And that also we got from another person. And uh, let, me see, let me tell you how we started Vegas Corporation. There you can see ki how the people come forward to help you. We are having one workshop. There are the ghats. I am not even paying the electricity rent. Forget about uh, rent of the house. I am not even paying one rupee even electricity rent. That was also given by people. There were 10 machines earlier. I have not bought a single machine for my workshop. There are 12 machines. 10 machines were earlier there. It is there. And two machines, two, two interlock machines we, need, we, we needed because to create the bags, etc. For, for its quality. And that also we got from another person. And uh, let, me see, let me tell you how we started Vegas Corporation. There you can see ki how the people come forward to help you. Uh, I believe each and everybody of you might have uh, gone through that uh, small table type of book of uh, Palo Kahilo, Alchemist. In the Alchemist, there is a famous line. The Alchemist is telling Santiago the small boy, when Santiago is asking him, where is the treasure? Please guide me. And the alchemist is telling that when somebody with core of his heart wants to do something, the whole universe conspires to help him. We call it, sometimes we call the uni that universe as God. Sometimes we call it society. Sometimes we call it accidental living. So that is how that is how the things happen. When I when I started talking to the beggars, we talked to so many beggars. They were very cordial to us. First, they were not listening to us, but after after that, they became very friendly. We just brought one change in them after three months of interaction. That they, whenever they saw us, they will smile at us, and they will never never ask even a single coin from us. But they never agreed to quit begging. They never agreed to quit begging and come. They never agreed. Then uh, there are two volunteers from the said NGO which gave us the building. They were uh, uh, senior people. They were uh, One among them was a lady. Another was um, uh, in his mid-40s. They were experienced. They became fully frustrated. Then I changed the strategy. Instead of talking to the beggars, I started talking to the shops. Because the beggars were sitting in front of the shops. We drafted a memorandum for the Prime Minister. And there were three major points that we mentioned there. And in that way, we, we, we asked the shopkeepers to give signatures. 
bearing only one bearing only one one subkeeper all others gave their signatures all others the one who didn't give the signature was not that he was not supporting us he was afraid that it will be sent to prime minister and something may happen to him <laughs> that's why otherwise all others gave their signatures and many of them asked us means while they were signing they were handing over uh, somebody 100 rupees somebody 500 rupees to us we we denied we said no we don't need any money from you whenever it is required we will again come back to you at this moment we need simply your signatures and there the things started so the thing is that the shop keepers became our that is number one the beggars there can be alternative arrangement for the beggars number one number two the city space or the roads can be clean and got rid of the beggars number three the pride of the city or the dignity of the city that our city is not a city of beggars our temples are not the epicenter of beggars so they felt it and they all came forward to whatever required they will help so when we went back to them ki now the beggars are producing these bags they were very happy beggars are producing let us go and see they came they saw they interacted with the beggars and those beggars are also delivering the bags we are not delivering anything whether i am here in lucknow or i am there in dehradun every day all on on an average 20000 rupees will come to our account on on an average 1000 to 1200 bags will be sold so it's the system it's baranasi did it the society did it the subkeepers the beggars they all together did it i was simply a medium i did nothing a simply a medium so i believe no no government is above society governments come for 5 years maybe lesser than that or maximum 10 years 15 years but a society watch society is and will be for another 1000 years society creates governments government does not create societies so if we come forward and society even not society doesn't mean crowd crowd is not society crowd is something where nobody knows the where nobody knows another person society means everybody knows the next person the failure of indians indian uh, means you say it country or nation whatever it is that when we failed as a society we failed as a nation we failed as a economy we failed as everything so we need to build up that society again that everybody should care about his neighbor so the way gandhi ji said that if everybody early in the morning sweeps his own backward backward yeah the road in in front of his home then the whole country will be clean in few hours same is the thing what is market when i said about market what is market market is no market is not of any uh, industrialist market is not of any leader not of any bureaucrat not of the government not of any king market is what we spend in our market if i am going to the market 
to half to half tea and paying 10 rupees then market is enriched by 10 rupees through me the same thing we are the customers so money is ours what is uh, what is the fund that we are having in the banks that is our fund the bank is ours the fund in the bank is ours the market is ours paying uh, we are paying they are in the market but the moment we are paying 10 rupees the system is like that when we are paying 10 rupees or i am paying 10 rupees i am becoming poorer by 10 rupees somebody is becoming richer by 10 rupees so we are concentrating or we are centralizing the entire control of the economic system there lies the mistake and the smaller cities can be really epicenters of the economic decentralization one smaller city caters to 400 500 1000 villages around it the villagers depend on that small city for market city means market village means that produces the basic needs so these two things if we correlate these things and we enrich or strengthen the smaller cities then obviously the economy of india will be democratized will be more equitable the uh, income disparity that will be less and each and everybody will have a proportionate control over the market so that is what is needed and baranasi shows us the way baranasi shows us the way we can take it as an example unlike other cities there is a kind of uh, 3000 years of culture and there is a uh, there is also another addition of spiritualism these two things are there when we think of spiritualism we don't think of greed we to to some extent though we have greed to some extent we think of ki out of whatever we have uh, uh, earned today at least to share some part of it with somebody yes so the spiritualism teaches us that it's um, in fact when you were just talking about like one other thing that i just want to mention is that i think the thoughts and the perspectives that you've shared makes us feel really happy that we started talking the town because if not for this uh conversation these beautiful strong and very relevant perspectives on what cities are and what society is i think they wouldn't come forth and we really hope that we can use this platform to amplify and take this forward uh in in fact uh, about 3 years ago we were doing a a study on uh reason that why youth leave their cities to study outside and to work outside and uh incidentally i am from rishikesh so we were also looking at rishikesh as a place and it was the very similar uh, you know notion that one of the principles of one of the schools gave us about need versus greed that even though rishikesh is not as ancient and uh, continuously lived as banaras but it has uh, that history as well and the idea of spiritualism and which is deeply steeped into the consciousness and what he was saying was that because of because that force lies somewhere subconsciously in the minds of parents and in the minds of even children uh that uh that desire to 
uh, you know or that greed to uh, run after money uh, is not there yeah. as much as it is there in a lot of other places and it seems like a very you know uh, unsubstantiated uh, kind of a claim but on the face of it uh, it is not because you can see that in a lot of the smaller cities yeah. the idea of coming back to your hometown and uh, being uh, or identifying with your with your city is is very strong and most yeah. of our smaller cities even though they may, they might not be 3000 years old but they are a lot of them are like at least 1000 years old and, and they they have people living in there for so many generations so but that was just a reflection on what you were talking about i what i want to also ask you uh, in the time that we have is that you talked about the what banaras what varanasi and what what you're doing has shown you that this is possible that society can actually create such a model uh, you you are uh, you've just started and uh, and you already created a workable solution uh, how do you foresee uh, and i'm sure that you already thinking about it you already have certain steps that you have in mind to make this into a, a policy based solution uh, what yeah. you said that even the government doesn't need to give money but government can facilitate so where do you see the interface of this people led uh, and you as you said the society has enabled all yeah. of this you are a medium yeah. but yeah. for you as a medium for the society as a whole how can government how can policy uh, enable it even more that right now from a smaller collective of say few families and few uh, beggars this can you know even if it is only for banaras right now Right. how can it this model become more i don't want to use the word scalable but uh, what i want to ask is that where does government come in where can the policy actually facilitate this there is a basic uh, actually as far as uh, the employment policy is concerned and the challenges of employment policy is concerned you might have uh, watched that uh, in india till date we don't have any employment policy so many governments are coming even this government for last 8 years they are declaring so many schemes that uh, mudra yojana skill india so many things are there but there is some, there is not one employment policy last year in november i was called by the ruling party to their headquarters their top leaders at the national level they had called me and uh, they asked me i had two other volunteers with me and they asked me first they asked me my idea etc etc then they asked me what do you want from us i said i was not prepared for this question so i i don't know what we want from you but i know for one thing very sure that what we don't want from you. he said what you don't want i said we don't want money from you then he asked us then how will you do this i said you have already declared so many schemes and you are already telling that more than 7.5 lakh crore you have already spent or spent on mudra schemes there is rbi so many schemes you have declared so why do we take money from you those schemes will give us the money the thing is that despite of those skills you are unable to create a model 
I gave them some examples. I said ki that uh, when Prime Minister said ki that people are uh, engaged in uh, Pakoda trade, they are also supporting their families. And the whole nation revolted against him. There are protests like MBA Pakoda Wala, that uh, I BTEC Pakoda Wala. So there are so many protests. But I do support the Prime Minister. But my question is, my question is the snacks market of India is of 27,000 crore. There are companies like Halliram, Bikanir of 1,200 crore, 1,400 crore. Give me the example of one single Pakoda Wala who has been able to go from the street and open his own, own, own restaurant who has been able to send his children to school. What the Pakodawala is doing? He is asking his wife to come and help him there and wash the utensils. He is asking his children to drop to the school and come there to serve. We are creating more child workers there. I gave another example. You have Skill India. You are giving three months, six months training and you are giving them stipend. I don't know what kind of results you are achieving. If you are really achieving any result, then there should not, there should not have been any talk of unemployment in the country. But think of the engineers. Go to the AICT website. In the AICT website, you will find never, never they have crossed 47% placement. To qualify for a government college or any college there, they prepare for one year, two years. Then they pay a hefty amount. They spend four years or five years. If they go for integrated MTech, they spend five years, four years, five years. And after that, they don't get jobs. Finally, what they do, the TCS will come, Infosys will come and take them in 15,000, 20,000. <laughs> One electrical engineer, civil engineer go for that uh, um, TCS and EFO in 15,000 and uh, do that IT job there. So if after four years, five years of full-fledged study, paying so much of money, one does not qualify to get a job. Aapke paas konsa jadu ka chadi hai ki teen mahine mein, chhe mahine mein aap employable kar le. There lies the lacuna. So these were certain examples I was, and I gave them another example. You have already declared that the startups or the startup companies can open account with zero balance. In the prime minister's constituency, they are there in Varanasi. I called all the banks and gave in the guideline of the RBI. No bank agreed to open account in zero balance. This is the difference. You are creating policies. Those are very good to read in the newspapers or in the gadget notification, but they don't come to the ground. So that is where the lacuna is. We are not, we, there must be a bottom-up approach. Instead of coming, means a parachute approach. Our entire economy is a parasite approach. I am not even talking of this government. Let us think of the government earlier. We had we had very rare opportunity in, in the whole world that one economist became our prime minister, Dr. Manmohan Singh. And during that period also, 
we got a new term in economy jobless growth earlier we all knew that when there will be economic growth there will be jobs but there was growth there was no jobs so we got a new term in economy jobless growth then what kind of economy we are following the difference is that we are following the economic policies or the economic principles of the countries who are resource rich they have more resources they have more man they have less manpower but the countries like china and india we have more manpower so our economic policies must be manpower centric not resource centric but we are making our we are making our economic policies completely resource centric which we don't have we don't have resource we are planning on the basis of a resource and we are going to world bank to bake we have manpower and we are not counting on them and no resource can ever turn to economy unless until one manpower comes forward to implement it so we need one manpower centric what we say human economic action design we say human economic action design our entire we must map the resources we must map the market potential for next 10 years from the point of view of our manpower i think we can conclude but i just want to ask two last questions and if you can very yeah. briefly uh, maybe talk about them so the the last part that you were talking about like one of the main things that you kind of alluded to and that is something that you've been working for a long time yeah. is an employment policy right and, uh, yeah. so and to my question when i asked that how does policy kind of relate with uh, this kind of a people founded model yeah employment policy means it needs creation of jobs and creation of jobs means it is economy so there is a finance minister there is agriculture minister there is industry minister there are so many ministers and how the labor and employment minister can take the lead in creating the employment policy so i said it must be done from the pmo or the prime minister but they have their limitations so finally what i did i gave them a it i gave them a map with a structure ki what should be and how how it can be done i should not divulge more of the things here but i get them a clear cut mail so the mail is that there the the gist is that there will be independent body like rbi is independent body employment creation will also be an independent body it will not be a political body bureaucratic body it will be an independent body for 5 years and it will take it will not just plan along with planning it will also take charge of implementation then number 2 what the process will be earlier to that in 2018 june when rajyavardhan singh rathor was a minister in youth affairs minister they had invited me for a talk and there was a very good discussion long discussion and he wanted to implement it i said you have two departments those don't have any work one is nehru work kendra they don't have any work another is nss they don't have much work and even your youth affairs ministry entire ministry they have no work 
Asish Singh was Asish Singh IRS was the secretary there and they all accepted. DG of Nehru Kendra was there, DG of uh, um, director of NSS was there, they all accepted. So I said ki, uh, the youth come to the Nehru Kendra. So you can be catalyst and NSS operates in every college. So you can be a catalyst for them also. So there was a there was a process that we means uh, we uh, I gave a presentation of a process in every city or say every every district. So every district will take charge of formulating, implementing, and producing result of employment. How it is? There will be citizen committees. There will be citizen. There are there are retired people. Retired people have experiences in their field. There are people also. Even you will find housewives, educated housewives, sitting in sitting in homes. They don't have much work to do. So we have lots of idle manpower. They have certain work to do. They can contribute for the society. We have also people from smaller cities or villages, those who are staying outside. So, for, means, uh, we, can, we, can, we can create a kind of ecosystem. There will be knowledge bank. The experts will come together to handhold. There will be uh, action sales. So the industries, the corporate bodies, the banks, they can come together for that. So there will be, there will be action sales and there will be community corporates in every 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 city so in that in that manner the whole resources we have to map the whole resources what they have how the market is growing what will be the demand in next 10 years ultimately we are doing that we are doing that from the perspective of bigger industries we'll be doing that for the smaller cities or from the perspective of the manpower we have. So we said the change will be just one thing that it will be man human resource based economic planning. What we call as AHET, Advanced Human Economic Action Design. That will be the basis. On the basis of that, these things will be created. And then we said, we don't need to come out from college will study there for study graduation for three years, then come out, then take your three months, six months uh, skill training. If you are giving us some skill training, then while I am, uh, while my, my child is studying graduation, he can take three, four courses there. You can have your computer course, you can have social, sorry, social media marketing course, you can have uh, that fitter course, electrical course, whatever course. So three, four courses, they can do that. And you must interlink it with earn and learn. Earning ke sasa, let us create a kind of system. They can learn, they can learn and earn also. Learning ke sasa, they can earn also. So this was, the, this was the clear cut model which we have given. So the point is that the districts will prepare the planning. Like you have district level, district level planning boards. In every district, there is a planning board. MPs there, MLAs are there, the municipal uh, uh, corporation mayors are the, are the chairman, chairpersons are there also there. So all these people are there and the collector is heading it. Why we can't involve 
the society and the citizen like the businessmen like in the beggars corporation we involved the business people the the business community and both the business community the uh, established uh, shops and those in those in pottery business the the street vendors we are we we also involved them we involved the police and you you will be astonished that when i say about this kind of creative kind of social system i am giving you another example and that was the example of beggars corporation in uh, july august in the saban ke mahina this uh, this uh, we launched a program called uh, we, we launched a project called punya we thought there are people in different parts of the country who want to come in the holy month of uh, saban ki thoda ganga ganga ji ke jal jal mein jalabhishek karenge but they are unable to come so beggars corporation became the catalyst became the say catalyst for them so we 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 gave a call to the people you can deposit 2500 rupees and in that 2500 rupees every day there will be jalabhishek before sunrise before before sunrise there will be jalabhishek so how the system was the system was the beggars will supply belpata flower etc the dub ye so sare hota hai jo grass so all these things the beggars will supply our volunteers they will choose select the belpata etc and carry it and then go to ganga ma ganga and wahi se ganga jal lenge and in the temple there will be the purohit so the beggars our volunteers and the pandit there and the pandit us usme jalabhishek karenge with uh, that uh, uh, mahamrityanjaya mantra so there will be they will chant mahamrityanjaya mantra for every person unka list diya gaya hai gotra wagera sab ke sath kiya gaya and humne humne ek target rakhe the ki show mein hum usko complete karenge but there were 110 people in less than 20 days deposited money for that so if there can be a coordination between the beggars and the pandits then why we cannot create a such kind of social coordination in all the cities we can create it and ultimately we are not taking away anybody's money we are taking control of our market what is market i always tell one thing if you ask me that what is the solution to the unemployment problem of india there is simply one solution the moment we think we are a voter then then there is a problem the moment we think we are a customer there is a problem so we are telling people don't be a customer don't be a voter be a citizen be a citizen first when we become a citizen we have rights 24 into 7 365 days so we must be we must be the citizens first the moment we become citizens we think of our Uh, we think of the society we think of our cities we think of future of our children we think of our nation then ultimately it is our responsibility i think that's so we need that well sir i think you gave another dimension to uh, the way we thought about nagrik because i think the 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 underlying thought behind naming nagrik was the very thought that you just echoed so it's great to hear what you, you. just shared Uh, next, 
so thanks yeah. so much for sharing yeah. that. And now if you could maybe briefly share the message for uh, you know, other organizations, uh, your learnings and what you would like to say to people who want to do something similar that you are doing. And we can conclude with that. Yeah. So the message is very clear. The message is very clear. Everybody cannot do everything. We all know it. But everybody can do something. something. When we say that everybody cannot do everything, we ignore that everybody can do something. So that something is a dot. And every line is a combination of dots. That's why it is society. So how we can combine these things for a particular purpose and make it strategically work, create a kind of system, create a kind of system which will take care of itself. Then only we can see the things. And when you say that the uh, society is no, no way different from equal. Difference is need and greed. And we created uh, uh, civilization. All these things came from the need and greed. Probably uh, 10 years, 15 years back. I don't know whether Onida TV is still there or not. At that time, there were coming Onida TV arts. And a demon will come. And that demon will say that neighbors envy owner's pride. There the society fails. Where we, when we envy our neighbor, then only our society fails. The, in the smaller cities, we don't have that much of complexity. So, so I say, or I feel, only smaller cities can create or rebuild the nation. Possibly. Thanks for reaffirming, reaffirming the faith in the possibility that smaller cities present. And we yeah. wish you all the best in Thank continuing you. with the mission that you have uh, that you have begun in uh, Varanasi, in Banaras, and in Kashi. And I would say that they're all three different cities, so it will, I'm sure, it yeah. will work in three different ways for all those three cities. And yeah. uh, we look forward to being in touch and knowing more as you progress and as you move forward, uh, our best wishes, and we will uh, try our best in trying to fulfill the mission that we have as Nagrik as a as a platform for creating knowledge that can enable citizens and we will take this voice and this uh, message of yours as far as possible yeah. thanks again for coming here thank you thank you it was it was it was an enriching uh, inter interaction thank you thank you